0: All right, you here?
1: Yep, yeah, I'm here. All right, then we are up and running. Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan Newman.
0: And my name is Arjan Bashiri. And welcome to our podcast. Arjan, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about the future and the past of the DCEU and also Warner Media. Awesome. Also, what we watched today, which is a review of Lucifer Season 5B.:
1: Oh boy. As always, uh, we will have time codes in the description so you can jump straight to whatever part of the show interests you. Or just listen to the whole thing. Either way, thank you so much for listening, and we are the Fandom Optimists. And I really hope that there's a theme song right there and cue theme song or that or that pause is going to sound really dumb if there wasn't a theme song
0: we'll <laughs> That's see what's be. happened it's <laughs> gonna like. be so awkward <laughs> anyway <laughs> we,
1: all right <laughs> we we are discussing uh, uh dc what, what's your general impression of the dceu
0: Arsh- <laughs> you know there, there's two question. I mean, there's two answers to that question. You want me to be brutally honest, or do you want me to just lie? Well, I don't think we should lie to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, to be honest, it sucks. Not, yeah. Okay. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Like, uh, I feel like I feel like the past of the DCEU with when uh, Batman Begins and that Christian Bale trilogy came. I feel like it was on a good start. It was on a good track of becoming something that could shape into its own universe how, you know, we discussed last week with Marvel and how they're doing super good with their track, but DC's not doing so great.
1: Yeah. They're... I think their main problem is that they have a tendency to abandon their plan Whenever something goes slightly wrong, like they, they seem to have a pretty solid plan up through 2017. And then uh, uh, Justice League came out and they were like, well, I guess our plan doesn't work.
0: So, so we'll, we'll start what, over. What were, your, what were your initial thoughts on the Justice League movie? Actually, before we get into Justice League, let's talk about Suicide Squad. What was your initial thoughts on Suicide Squad? I know. Right, I so, know. Suicide Squad. so Suicide Squad,
1: it's, it's, the title of the show is Optimists. Now, <laughs> the way I interpret that term is not blind positivity, but hopefulness, not rageful you know needless negativity either um with that being said (laughs) suicide squad is not a good movie um i i i loved uh will smith's performance in it i loved margot robbie's performance in it um captain exposition was great um in it i guess
0: for for what he had to work with um,
1: Captain Boomerang. I like Captain Boomerang.
0: That guy's cool. Yeah, you know, when I when I hear Captain Boomerang, I think of uh, Sokka from Avatar: <laughs> The Last Airbender. <laughs> oh my god,
1: that that'll wind up being one of these episodes, Avatar: The Last Airbender. That's I just that's yeah, one full of these optimism. episodes.
0: One of these episodes, we have to talk about like the past of Nickelodeon and how like they had such good shows, or like the past of like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network, but. Back to DC. My initial thoughts on Suicide Squad when I saw it, um, it started off strong, you know, with uh, Joker running away in his purple Lamborghini and like Batman chasing him. And, you know, it started off like it was going to be a good movie. Like I thought Joker was going to be the initial villain. I was like, okay, sweet. We're getting another Batman movie with a Joker and hopefully Jared Leto does this character justice. And then. When everything happened and the movie started going on I was just like what am I watching yeah. You you see you see Joker for like one scene and then a bunch of stuff happens where the characters don't get enough development they don't get enough stories they don't get enough backstory and then you see him again in another scene and it's like did he die did he <laughs> alive? <laughs> Where'd well, there's he also go?
1: there's also something like three different helicopter crashes in that movie. Uh it's it is amazing how much of the plot revolves around helicopters crashing.
0: I think that's just the DC universe in general. That's kind of true. There's a lot of helicopter crashes in these movies. Like, I, I feel like that's just what they revolve around. Like, hey, let's make a flash movie. But he has to save a helicopter from crashing. Yep.
1: <sighs> I'm looking forward to the Flash movie, but we'll get there. We'll get to the future. We'll,
0: we'll, we'll get there in a bit. We're, we'll get now to the we're on the past.
1: All right. So Suicide Squad, uh, it squandered potential, I think, yeah, because it, yeah. it could have been really cool. Um, there's a lot of, of talk about that. Apparently, David Ayer's vision for the movie was compromised by the studio, uh, much like Snyder's was for both Batman vs. Superman and Justice League. Um, which, if that's true, I, I would quite like to know how Ayer's original vision was going to go and if it was any better than what we saw. Yeah, I know that with the of... case... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go, go on. So the case with Batman vs. Superman... Uh, th- they cut something like a half hour or forty minutes, something like that, out of the movie, um, uh, for theatrical release. And the the ultimate edition with those forty minutes put back in is not a great movie, but a coherent movie,
0: unlike what was released in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing I the thing I don't like about Hollywood these days is that. They they work on these movies. They release a bunch of trailers. They hype it up to where everyone's super excited for it, and then they release this, you know, this half baked movie that could have been so much better if it just spent more time in the oven. And yeah. I, I feel like I feel like that's what they did with uh, Batman versus Superman. That's what they did with Suicide Squad. I to be honest, I was really hyped for Justice League. When I saw that trailer, I was really hyped for it, and then I went to a five dollar Tuesday to watch the movie, and it was just I walked out questioning why I even spent five dollars for that. (laughs) (laughs) And like I I got in my car, and I was like, I was like that was that was five dollars. Like there was so much that's yeah. Like back to my topic, the one thing I don't like about Hollywood is that. Like I was saying, they released these bun these half baked movies, and then a year later, or four months later, two years later, hey, we got this original guy's vision. Here's the real you? movie. Here's the real movie. We know you paid, you know, like fourteen dollars for a ticket, but here's the real movie.
1: Yeah, and, and the worst it, example it, of that, well, currently is Justice League, but oh, with with Batman versus Superman, I really feel that what they did there was self-defeating that the movie was very poorly received it you know like i said it would not have been as well received as the marvel movies because they seem to have a wider appeal but had it been a coherent story i think they would not have been criticized nearly as badly if they had just like you know endgame showed us that people will watch three-hour movies they should have just released the three-hour movie
0: heck lord of the rings has showed us that people would watch 12 hour movies yes like the thing is it's like they they right now they don't have a good track because when i first saw justice league back when it came out i i like i I walked out with more questions like when uh the flash goes to visit bruce when he's asleep and he keeps saying that you were right about him you're right about him it's lois i was like what are they talking about like haven't really introduced what's going on and why Barry had to go back and warn Bruce about Superman.
1: Yeah, and I remember doing a lot of rationalizing for Justice League when it came out. And like, well, at least it had bright colors and there were a couple of jokes, I guess.
0: Yeah, there were some, um, good, there were some good effects too.
1: There, there are, you know, that's something that we can, we can talk for a bit about is, you know, because it, it, it doesn't serve much to talk about Man of Steel and Wonder Woman, I guess, unless you
0: wholeheartedly disagree, I think are both really good movies. No, they were good. I love, I mean, I personally, I didn't really watch Wonder Mo- Woman. Eh, I can't speak today. I personally didn't watch Wonder Woman uh, fully, the whole movie, but I did see Man of Steel when it came out, and I really liked it.
1: Yeah, I, I love both of those. I also love Aquaman. Uh, a lot of people don't
0: yeah i I wasn't i wasn't a big fan of aquaman to be honest
1: i think it's pretty good um it it's got that it's got that deal going for it where the villain is kind of right because he's a sovereign king of this civilization that's being threatened by mankind's excessive pollution over the last hundred years and it's like oh okay cool this you know, this has a Thanos, Killmonger sort of vibe of like, mm-hmm. ideologically, you're not entirely wrong. Um, still a dick, but you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, but so, so partly because of that, I, I actually quite liked Aquaman. I was also very impressed with Aquaman that they went full comic book. They, like, all bets were off. They were not afraid. They gave him the comic book obnoxiously orange and green Aquaman costume yeah. and they gave his brother the purple and silver ocean master costume like that. Whenever a, a movie is not afraid to just go full out comic book accuracy, uh, that's, that scores some points with me. I always find that
0: really fun. Yeah, I think, I think one, uh, I think one DCEU movie that I really, really enjoyed was Shazam. Oh my god, I love Shazam. Like, I I really enjoyed Shazam. And it's like, it sets, I don't know what made Shazam different from any other DCEU movie, but this was actually a movie that I enjoyed sitting down and watching. Yeah. And I, I don't know what made it different like was it a different director was it a different were there different screenwriters were there different uh, approaches that they're taking and why can't they implement those approaches to the rest of the dceu movies yeah i thought that was it was just an outrageously fun movie uh zachary levi uh
1: is phenomenal in it um he is really good at playing like a 15 year old in in the body of a superhero uh that was very good. That uh
0: was...
1: so yes, yeah, so we can we can touch on Justice League. This is probably where the meat of the discussion on the past <laughs> should lie. Um so oh my god, Justice League. So so I was I was okay with it when it came out. I was uh-huh. I was like yeah, fine. You'll never be Marvel, but <laughs> but fine. <laughs> it's like this is. It's like okay, some jokes, some some bright colors. I guess that's what I want out of a comic book movie. But also like okay, Steppenwolf is, I guess, a villain. Um, I mean, he's he... definitely in the movie. Um,
0: <laughs> I mean is Steppen. Like I don't know why they made Steppenwolf the villain of the movie. Like. Yeah, that... I don't
1: mind that Steppenwolf was the villain. Um, I just... Basically, what's sad is that Justice League has become a lot worse having seen the Snyder cut. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, that's what this movie was supposed to be.
0: <laughs> oh, so you guys really screwed this up. Uh, no, I mean, I, I knew they really screwed up the Justice League when the Snyder... Are version released when it was at the end of the movie everyone's dying flash is trying to save them oh my god and instead of himself instead of making himself look like an idiot like he did in the original justice league he actually ended up saving everybody and going back in time his god i hope this is east yeah like like this is supposed to be a man with like a 200 iq and he's wondering if he's going east
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: like this
1: guy this uh, guy created this guy
0: created his own AI system to talk to him and he's wondering if he's going east. Oh my god. And it's Oh, like, Barry. Yeah, like Oh, Barry, what did you okay. do to the timeline again? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's it's like he went back in time in the Snyder uh, version of it. He he prevented the mother boxes from destroying He saved everybody. So in retrospect, he was the real hero out of it all.
1: Yeah, and I cannot, for the life of me, understand why they cut that. That, Neither do I. Like, you didn't... Like, the movie is not much over two hours. It might be under two hours, but in the theatrical cut, I'm like, you could have put that extra seven minutes in there to have that really cool sequence. Yeah, and it's Um, like... It's 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 like, that's The Flash's whole
0: thing. Exactly. Like, when I watched it, I felt robbed. Yeah. Like, I feel Um, like DCEU literally robbed me from that experience. Also, the profound
1: realization that Cyborg was all but cut from the film.
0: Oh. It's,
1: It's like a solid 40 minutes of Cyborg that was cut from that movie.
0: It feels like it feels like Cyborg was the main character when watching uh, I think he kind of was. He, he was, was supposed to be.
1: He was at the very least the emotional epicenter of the movie.
0: Like he I feel like he was supposed to be one of the main protagonists, but because of the whole drama and beef with Ray Fisher and with DC, like that's why they cut him mostly out of the movie.
1: Yeah. Uh that's oh my god. All that beef the, the, I remember seeing uh some uh article talking about the racist cuts to the yeah. uh justice league it's like, i don't I don't want to accuse anyone of anything, but when I started reading through the list of like Ryan Choi was cut from the movie entirely uh uh cyborg's mom was cut from the movie entirely cyborg yeah. lost like forty minutes cyborg's dad lost a great deal of screen time as well as his heroic sacrifice
0: um they could have definitely put that sacrifice in the theatrical release also they absolutely could have and then there
1: were even little things like there's apparently like the one of the first uh at one of the amazons who gets a moment of extended screen time is black in the snyder cut and she's mysteriously absent from the uh, from the justice league yeah, and, and, we it, never and at first see her. i'm like all right maybe you just really went overboard with cutting everything that wasn't absolutely necessary but the pattern is looking a
0: little suspicious jots I, I just, li- just a little bit theatrical justice league is sus it's, I'm, you're a little shady here Joss like like Joss is being a little sus right now um,
1: it also bothers me greatly that apparently the flash falling on Wonder Woman's boobs joke is something oh, yeah. that Gal Gadot vehemently refused to do so he made the stunt double do it um if, if Gal Gadot is vehemently refusing to do something on the grounds that this feels disrespectful to the character of Wonder Woman, maybe you shouldn't
0: put like, it in the movie. I, I That's another thing I don't like about Hollywood is that they don't respect boundaries and they say it's just for acting or it's just for the performance or it's for the film. And it's like having your boundaries having your boundaries disrespected just for a minute of footage, it's not worth it and it shouldn't mm-hmm. be done either.
1: And that it's also the second time that Joss did the same joke that was poorly received the first time we did it in Avengers age of Ultron. <laughs> it
0: was like, it was like that one guy who tells a joke and nobody laughs. laughs so he nobody laughs. Again, so he tells it again and hoping that they didn't hear him, <laughs> but they're like, nah, dude, we heard you. It's just not funny. <laughs>
1: oh joss Ugh. uh you sus. i I guess he like kind of used up all of his uh, i guess creative prowess with ending with avengers i guess um yeah in twenty twelve because he's been kind of on a downward <laughs> spiral since then
0: he's like uh, the Mel Gibson of directors <laughs>
1: um yeah i was I was pretty happy with
0: Zack Snyder's Justice League on a on a whole, I I liked how they improved the Joker. Like, like I know a lot of people yeah. were I love I know a lot of people are giving Jared Little crap and they're like recast him, recast him, recast him. And I'm like, let's see where he can take it first. Like I know he did bad in Suicide Squad. Like he he was not my favorite Joker. The laugh was not the best. His, his dying seagull laugh? <laughs> like he was. Uh, he was. He washed up on the surface of the beach. and he's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, no, like let's let's give him another chance. Let's see where he takes it. Maybe he didn't have enough uh, creativity when he did the Joker the first time. So let's see where he takes it. Because I mean, Jared Leto's a big method actor. So like, he was really becoming the Joker when getting ready for that role. Yeah, it. method acting and the Joker. Nah. Interesting. I know Heath Ledger. Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger did a lot of method acting when preparing for the Joker as well. Yeah, I assume Joaquin Phoenix did, but I don't actually pretty know. Sure. I'm um, pretty sure he did method acting for the Joker.
1: Um, they, uh, Batman got to say the F word, so that was cool. That uh, that instantly
0: makes the the movie good.
1: Yes, that makes it that makes it mature. <laughs> that makes it yeah. cinema.
0: We're DC and we're super dark. We say the f word.
1: <laughs> that makes it cinema. <laughs> um, it's my uh, my only complaint. I think is just that it it really is too long. Yeah, Zach, there was an hour of this you could have cut somewhere.
0: <laughs> I mean. I mean, he. I think, I think he was taking off of what Endgame did, and he was like, yeah, people are going to watch a four-hour movie. They stuck by Endgame. And he was and right. Like, I he was right. He was right. <laughs> I stuck by the whole film. I did not exit once. I stuck by the whole film. But the thing is, the difference between Marvel and DC and their three-hour movie versus DC's four-hour movie, Endgame had an endgame. It had a resolution to what has been going on for the past ten years ever since Iron Man to the to Endgame had oh, a resolution. This, this epically planned out story like, arc. Ever since Iron Man up until Endgame, there's been just so much going on that it actually gave a viewer or viewers a sign of relief that it's over. Like, this is it. The franchise, the saga I grew up with is finally over. But with DC, it's like, okay, what's coming next? All right. Okay. Um, and to be right. fair,
1: Zach apparently has a pretty cool plan uh for for two more Justice League movies. Uh and honestly, whether or not anyone likes Zack Snyder's Justice League or not, like regardless of your opinion on the movie as a movie, it's cool that it happened. Like it's yeah. he I'm very happy that it got to happen. Um it sounds like he was pretty badly screwed over. Uh, by Warner Bros. and and at the worst possible time, the the more I've heard about about all of this situation between Zach and Warner Bros., the worse it makes Warner Bros. look.
0: Um, I mean, did you ever did you ever see that uh, controversial Bugs Bunny video? I'm not going to go into much detail about it, but have you ever seen that very controversial Bugs Bunny video that was going I around have the internet? No idea what we're referring to. Okay, well. The, Not going to go into much detail, but there was this very uh, controversial Bugs Bunny video and Warner Brothers claimed the video. They claimed the video. They got the guys for who made it and they said, hey, this is our video now. So everyone's like, "Okay." so then Bugs Bunny is basically canceled because, you know, and it makes Warner Brothers look bad because they don't I feel like they don't care about who they screw over or what they screw over.
1: And, I mean, surely they had to know that it was just a bad look to, like, obliterate this dude's movie after his daughter died. I know! That's just bad. How heartless do
0: you have to be? There's
1: nothing else to that. No matter, like, again, no matter what you think about Zack Snyder as a director or any of his movies, that's bad. Yeah. I mean, it's really bad. Um, so I, with all that in mind, I am so happy, um, that, that we finally got to see what, uh, Snyder meant for us to see whether or not anyone uh, agrees that it is a movie, I like it. Um, I, I, really I don't, hope, I don't think I really it's any
0: masterpiece, it. but I like it. I mean, it's not a masterpiece, but it's something. And, and I liked it. It's coherent I, and yeah. has
1: emotional depth. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it actually the theatrical has. Did not have.
0: <laughs> it actually has characters who have feelings. <laughs> it has characters. Who <laughs> are characters? Yeah. It goes into death, and I hope I hope to see more of uh, Snyder vs. Justice League. I hope to see more of that. Yeah, so that's a good place
1: to transition to the future. Uh, so, so you would would regard yourself to be on the restore the Snyderverse uh, train.
0: I, I feel like I'm on the restore DCEU train. Like, like restoring the Snyderverse is one thing, but just restoring the whole DC in general is another. Like, I feel like they just have to really step up their game. Like, they're not really doing such a good job. Going future-wise, they're not doing such a good job because we're already three Batmans in. And <laughs> we haven't... <laughs> We haven't really gone anywhere with that. Like Christian Bale's Batman was okay. I liked it. I, I liked those movies. I liked where it was going, but it didn't really set up a future. Just like how, which was before. not the intention to be fair. Exactly. exactly. But it's like, it's like going into it. Then we had Ben Affleck's Batman where this was supposed to be setting up a future. Oh dear. And it just flopped entirely. Yeah, and, and kind of
1: after watching Zack Snyder's Justice League, I'm like, I want to know where this was going. I yeah. Wanna, I want to see that Injustice movie because it's very clear
0: oh, dude. from all
1: of these movies injustice. that Zack Snyder just really wanted to make an Injustice movie. Injustice and now I really be... want him to get to make that injustice,
0: injustice movie. An Injustice movie would be perfect.
1: And it seems like that's what he wants to do.
0: Actually um, I have a I have a question for you. Yeah. So out of out of all DC out of all DC story arcs, which is the one you'd want to see brought the into the bricks into the big screen?
1: Oh man, out of like every DC story arc
0: ever. Yes sir. Yes sir, out of every DC story arc oh, ever, which one God, do you want to see on the big screen? that
1: is... well, you know what? Honestly, right now just because Jeffrey Dean Morgan played Thomas Wayne in Batman versus Superman, I really want a Flashpoint movie.
0: That would be beautiful.
1: I want to, I want to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as gun-wielding Batman. I need Negan Batman in my life.
0: <laughs> that would be beautiful. Um,
1: I, I think that's, that's my answer. What, what do you think?
0: Is it, in, is it Injustice? I, I no. I mean, as much as I love the Injustice storyline, I would love to see A Death in the Family. Oh I would love oh. to see that. <laughs> like it's it's oh, that gritty. Would it's gritty, it's dark, it goes off the rails entirely, and I'm all for it. That would be awesome. That would be amazing. Like the way here's, Jokers portrayed in that art.
1: Here's hoping Jeez. someday.
0: <laughs> Cause uh, I mean the Arrowverse already did uh, Crisis.
1: Yeah. And they did it okay. Yeah. (laughs) they did okay a lot of people complain that the that the crisis crossover on the cw doesn't have much of a story but went and read the comic book and it doesn't have much of a story either yeah it's pretty much the same level of just here's a big giant universe multiverse ending thing that we're going to use to consolidate (laughs) and and bring in a bunch of
0: cameos Here's a guy and his supposedly twin evil twin brother, you know, yeah. trying to trying to def- defend the world and destroy the world at the same time.
1: Um, it made me very happy to have Brandon Routh back as Superman in that. Uh, oh, definitely, he, he gets a bad rap just by being in not the best movie. Um, but he might be my favorite live action Superman. It's He's, tough.
0: I mean, he did get a bad rap, but it was not bad, like, he did good. Yeah, he was great as Superman in that movie. Uh, I, think, I think another, another thing I'd like to see was uh, Tom Welling come back as Superman too from Smallville. Oh,
1: yeah. I would have loved to see him do some Superman stuff. Same, But, like but his cameo in that was pretty cool. Um, so looking forward with, with DC movies, we've got the potential for some real change here. Oh, yeah. With with AT and T selling off uh, Warner Media, and Discovery. Warner Media now merging with Discovery, yeah, I am hopeful.
0: We're I gonna think... see a we're gonna see a Batman hippopotamus now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am hoping that this goes somewhere cool. They at least seem to finally have a direction. Um, not because of this merger, but just in the, in the last year or so with all of these productions ramping up, finally, yeah, that uh, they've, they've actually begun filming Shazam 2 and really? The Flash. Um, yeah, pictures have, uh, leaked online of Shazam's new suit. Huh, uh, I didn't know about worth, that. Worth a Google. It looks pretty cool. Okay. Uh, I, I'm very much looking forward to that. I did not know that. Uh, I I... Cannot wait for the flash movie same
0: I'm, I mean I know i'm there's, looking
1: forward to be fair, a lot of people are saying that that it should be boycotted because they cut uh Ray Fisher out of it after all of that controversy, and I get that, but at the same time, I do want this series to go somewhere <laughs> so. Unfortunately, I'm, you know, I, I, I can't
0: just ignore watching a movie. Yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. I can't wait for that. That's going to be, I'm, is that, I'm really, that's like that.
1: early next year. Yeah. I think it's like,
0: yeah, it's early next year. Oh, it's going to be great. Like he's going to, and they've he's got to do so much justice to it.
1: They've got Andy Circus as Alfred. I am stoked.
0: I'm all I am for ready. It. I am all for it.
1: I am excited. Uh they have uh, they have confirmed, I believe, that Michael Keaton's Batman will be returning in the Flash really? movie. Um playing the same Batman from the 1989.
0: Oh, yeah. You mentioned that you mentioned that last week.
1: Yeah, that that's
0: cool. That's going to be very interesting.
1: I love the Michael Keaton Batman. I love those movies. Um, I I cannot wait to see him. I don't know if he'll be in the suit or just as Bruce Wayne. Either way, can't wait to see him again. Um, if if he's in it, then that means this Flash movie is going into some
0: insane multiverse stuff. It's going to have to be a. It's going to have to be a flashpoint. That'd be cool. Gonna if they if flashpoint. they go
1: flashpoint. I'd be a little bit sad if Jeffrey Dean Morgan isn't there. it, but (laughs) if if I'm getting Michael Keaton back, I'm pretty excited about the
0: movie. I mean, hey, it's a win-win. There you go.
1: Yeah. And we've got a whole bunch of other um, upcoming uh, DC properties that are supposedly going to go in production. I remember that one of them was, I think, a Supergirl movie? Really? That sounds interesting. That does sound interesting, yeah. Um, do you think we'll be getting a uh Green Lantern? I'm surely, surely they will give us a Green Lantern eventually. <laughs> like, come on, man, please. <laughs> uh, um, I really, really want the Green Lantern core on screen. I know, same. I kinda want a birds of prey sequel, but Gotham City Sirens.
0: I don't. Okay. I don't
1: think that's on the the uh, the slate of what they're
0: planning. But actually, on the on, still on the topic of um, slates, did you hear about season three of Titans? Have you seen Titans?
1: I have seen Titans. I did not. I I know there is a season three coming. I don't yeah. know anything about it.
0: It's. Uh, I think it's uh, supposedly coming later this year. <laughs> and, what? Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward and, to it. And like and like some rumors are that it's gonna it's gonna have Red Hood in it and it's gonna explore his story, but then it makes me wonder like, will it be Jason Todd's Red Hood? Because I everything like that's happened in t- everything that's happened in Titans has no lead up to Jason Todd, you know, getting and then becoming Red Hood. Yeah, it just has Jason Todd being really annoying. Oh man, dude. His he is he is so annoying. <laughs> Uh,
1: I I am quite liking all of the HBO Max stuff coming out of uh, DC. The uh, animated Harley Quinn show is hilariously good. It's absurd. It It is so funny. And so it it manages to be heartfelt while being one of the most wildly inappropriately funny uh, superhero things. It feels Deadpool-ish. In that it manages to have heart while being hilarious.
0: Also with uh, the new Batman animated show coming too.
1: They've got a new Batman animated show with one of the creators of the original animated series and also Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams. Interestingly enough. That's going to be interesting. That's pretty wild. They've got uh, I believe a Blue Beetle movie coming up. Really?
0: That's Cool. That's yeah, that is cool. It's good to see Blue Beetle getting some recognition. Yeah. Uh
1: unless I'm mistaken, that would have DC beat Marvel to the first uh big screen Hispanic
0: superhero. Yeah. I mean, they did have uh they did have Robbie Reyes with Ghost Rider, but I mean they didn't really give him that much screen time.
1: Yeah, and on TV, unfortunately. Uh
0: very unfortunately.
1: Uh, which, speaking of diversity in superhero movies, uh, it's really a shame that DC didn't beat Marvel to uh, the first big screen Asian superhero because they, if they had released Zack Snyder's vision for Justice League back in 2017, they probably would have been able to get a Ryan Choi, Adam movie out before Marvel got to Shang-Chi. Uh-huh. That would have been pretty cool. I'd love to see an Adam movie. I would have loved to see that. Uh, Like, uh, there's so many missed opportunities in the past of DC. I don't know. Um, I wanted to see Ryan Choi. He's so cool.
0: But right now, what we can only hope for is a better future for the DC universe.
1: And you know, I really hope that all of these on their slate actually get made. Um, the, the Green Lantern Corps movie, the uh, Blue Beetle movie. Oh, wow. We like almost forgot uh, to mention um, the Black Superman movie. Oh, that's
0: right. There's going to be a, a yeah. Superman movie with Michael uh, B. Jordan.
1: I don't know if it's going to be Michael B. Jordan.
0: but I, I thought it was going to be Michael I, B. Jordan.
1: I think that's just a rumor. I don't, I don't know, though. I all I know is that they are apparently looking to have Superman uh be black. Now, I'm I'm curious to get your thoughts on this because there's a lot of debate about whether it's better to use the more popular Clark Kent, you know, character at least in terms of pop culture and just have him be black in this movie and explore that or whether to use a pre-established black character from the comics,
0: like President Superman? You know, to be honest with that question, it it's gonna... Personally, to me, it's gonna get a lot of backlash, because, I mean, people these days, they really can't accept people of color, you know, rising up and becoming stars of their own movies. Like, remember when uh, Black Ariel, when they were gonna make Ariel Black, everybody was so mad about that. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, everyone was mad about that. I don't know so why. Absurd. I I don't know why. Like I don't know why it's everyone's getting mermaid. so mad. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like so it's like it's like the same thing with like uh, Spider Man. <laughs> it's like Peter Parker and Miles Morales. Like they wouldn't make they wouldn't make like Miles Morales a Peter Parker. He deserves his own story. He deserves his own background. His own story to be told. Yeah. Not someone's story that's already been told.
1: Yeah, and, and I, I do think it would be a lot cooler to have a uh President Superman movie.
0: That would be awesome. That would be cool. That would be really cool.
1: Um Yeah. Calvin Ellis, I believe, is the name of um President Superman. I just think a President Superman movie would be really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um I remember seeing a, a headline that was this is from a while back It was a couple of years ago but it was um that warner bros was struggling to figure out how to make superman relevant what and my answer to that is that it is astonishing to me that no one over there ever figured out how to make an alien refugee journalist who fights a corrupt billionaire (laughs) relevant to the modern age
0: when the corrupt
1: billionaire eventually runs for president.
0: Aren't Uh, we all, aren't we all (laughs) alien refugees fighting corrupt billionaires? (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. You know,
1: I won't, I'm not going to write the movie off if they do just black, Clark Kent um, but I think there was a much cooler opportunity to if if they wind up going that way I will think that there is a much better opportunity to, to oh, go with definitely. an original
0: character um, definitely like 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 I was saying like they need they need their own story to be told rather than the story that's already been told
1: yeah and it would it I imagine it would not go for well to just make peter parker black um, when you have miles morales to tell miles morales' story
0: that's why also also when the tv series flash came out everyone got so mad because they made iris black too and it's oh, yeah. like it's like why are you people getting so mad over this it's no big deal yeah
1: i it's, it would be a lot cooler to have a, an original uh character like with superman but, you know, a lot of people say that, oh, well, Superman can't be black or more, more accurately, Clark Kent can't be black. Well, yeah, he can. This is, <laughs> this is an alien who happens to resemble a human. There's nothing about the story that dictates he be a white man. Um, you don't know what Kryptonians look like in the real world. <laughs> whatever, the, whatever the writer wants the Kryptonian to look like is how they're going to look. Um, so that... Yeah, it's an alien. The, the alien can look black. <laughs> if, if you want the alien to look black this time, he can look black. Exactly. Um, Alright, what else, what else does DC have coming up? What else can we mention? Um, I, we've got uh, an Aquaman 2.
0: Okay, Interesting. How do, how do got you got the feel new about Aquaman two coming. You know, to be honest, I really, you know, I'm really not sure. I didn't like the first Aquaman, <laughs> so yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they're gonna do with this one. Like, i I've never been a huge Aquaman fan, so I mean, who else can they introduce as a villain yeah, for I this movie? Yeah, I guess it's
1: gonna be more Black Manta. Well, um, true, true. Those are kind of his two big things and Ocean Master and Black Manta. That's about those it. Those are the, those are the big ones. I mean there are there are obviously more that avid comic book readers would know, but I'm not familiar with the rest of Aquaman's rogue gallery. Neither am I. It's not we like the Batman new... where you can just effortlessly rattle off like 15 really
0: interesting villains. That's true. Or Green Arrow where you could just give him Batman's villains. <laughs>
1: Um I, I believe there are rumors of a static shock uh either movie or HBO Max show. I cannot remember which one. Okay. Um but like
0: alright. I'm in. What do you feel oh. about how do you feel about the new Suicide Squad movie that's coming? I am so excited. Me too. It actually looks really Until good. Until you time.
1: mention it, I like forgot that, that was a thing that's happening. And it's in <laughs> two months. And it looks Is so it? good. It's in two months. It comes out on like August 6th. It's really soon.
0: I didn't know about all that. It's really
1: soon. And I cannot wait to see uh, James Gunn tackle a Suicide Squad story.
0: That's going to be interesting.
1: Oh, yeah. Lots to look forward to. Lots of hope for the future. Lots of
0: hope for the DCEU future. Of uh,
1: DC. I guess we'll move on to our classic segment. Uh, What have we been watching? Uh, but but first we'll do a uh, short ad All right cool what a cool ad I don't know <laughs> who that guy was but he sounded very handsome.
0: I have no idea what you're talking about but I guess I'll hear it when I read before you listen to the
1: show <laughs> so uh, so we watched uh, season 5b oh of Lucifer God! Oh my god.
0: God being a very important word. <laughs> are, so okay, so are we going into spoiler territory or no?
1: Um okay, well thankfully acknowledging the word God is not much of a spoiler for the show Lucifer, but let's do a short little uh, non-spoiler thoughts about about how this is and how it lines up to the rest of the series. Dude,
0: I... Uh, my uh,
1: short non-spoiler thoughts are you should go watch this right
0: now. My short non-spoiler <laughs> thoughts is I'm... Uh, I cried. Dude, it got me. <laughs> I, I cried for a good 10 minutes and I haven't cried like that since the finale of Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it. Oh, I gotta finish Supernatural.
1: Thanks for reminding me. You do. You I gotta, really do. I'm like halfway done. It's so long. <laughs> it
0: is. It 15 seasons.
1: Uh, but yeah. Uh, very emotional. Very funny.
0: Oh, very dude. good.
1: Uh, the best the show's ever been in my it Really,
0: honestly, the um, energy, the writing, everything was just up there.
1: If you it was been heavenly. like. Wondering whether or not you should keep going. Keep going. You
0: should this, keep going. This is
1: where you should just keep going. going. Just keep going. Um at, I think we'll just start jumping into spoilers because this was really cool. Oh uh, my so from, from here on out, spoilers for season five B of of Lucifer. If you haven't seen it or or don't care about it at all, uh then uh use the uh little time codes to skip over this if you want. Uh, but we are we're about to delve into uh, spoilers. So here we go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh, dude. Okay, so when uh, – I hate Michael so much. I hate Michael. <laughs> I hate Michael so much. What a dick. That
1: guy's a douchebag. <laughs> what a dick. Oh my god.
0: Look, look at like, this dude. He, look at this dude. He's so entitled, man. Like, oh. oh no, I hated him. I the moment I realized I had burning rage for this character was when <laughs> I found, was when I found out he was the reason that Dan was killed. Oh my god. Ugh. Okay, so so Dan's death. Oh dude, um, I I cried.
1: You know what's funny? This just goes to show how good uh Tom Ellis. It's Ellis, right? Tom Ellis, yeah. How good Tom Ellis is, is that honestly, no one had me in tears. Like, Dan died. I was like, wow, that's really shocking and sad. And then Chloe's reaction, I was like, that really hurts. And then we got Maze's reaction and Ella's reaction. I was like, this is really sad. And then Trixie walks in. I was like, this is going to hurt. But (laughs) then she asks Lucifer to lie to her. And Lucifer's reaction.
0: No, no, she she doesn't ask him to lie to her. She oh yeah, yeah. She she says, "Tell yeah, me, she, because you, says, Tell me,
1: you can't lie. Tell me he's okay." And Lucifer's expression when he says, "I can't," that's when I that's when I broke. Oh, his Sorry.
0: acting broke me. No, I, I um, broke once. Dan got shot. Like I really did not like the guy in season one. He was a tool. Oh yeah, he was mean he was he was a joke but like going onwards from season two up into now like he became one of my one of my very liked characters he is a, an
1: extremely talented dude also the he's much funnier than i ever thought he would be yeah. um but then the the musical episode which there was a musical episode yeah. and man he's talented that's yeah. a talented dude. Yeah, he's ta- he's very talented. Like, I already knew Tom Ellis was talented. I did not know that guy was that talented.
0: Ah. Oh man. Oh, dude. It was it was so heartbreaking and it's like it gets me really excited for season 6 because now Lucifer's freaking destiny the whole time was that he was destined to be God. He is God. But he is God. He is destined to be God. We finally
1: reached a season of Lucifer where he has become God.
0: <laughs> like, back in season one up until now, did you ever expect him to become
1: God? No, I remember telling my dad the premise of this show. And he was like, "This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. We're not watching it." <laughs> uh, I was like, "The devil took a took a vacation to Los Angeles, and he helped solve crimes." And like, I was like, "This is dumb," this, <laughs> but no, it's it's amazing.
0: It's a really great show. At every turn, it continues to impress. Oh man, I'm so excited for season six. Like I thought, I thought Lucifer was gonna die when he was up in heaven, but I was oh, like, I thought it's Lucifer. Was, I thought he was gonna die. I was so it's scared. It's Lucifer, of course. He's the next of kin to God.
1: So, do you think that him being destined to be God is how he survived? Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. Because I was so, I was like, are they gonna because, give an
1: actual explanation, or is it just well, he's God, no, don't like worry
0: him. Him destined to be God is the reason why he survived because it was stated that he would, if he ever returned to heaven, he would burn up and die. Yeah. Because he was banished. Right. But because he was destined to be God, that just rewrote his entire banishment. So he did not end up burning up. He burned up, but he became the Son, the Spirit, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, man. It was so good. It was so good. (laughs) It was so good.
1: Um, Every time uh, God got a close-up, I was expecting to hear. Are you in good hands? Are you in good hands?
0: Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Like he was like, son, are you in good hands? (laughs) I was expecting to hear that.
1: That guy was so good at being God. Really good. Like I I totally bought it. I was like, this dude is God.
0: Like, he's he's like he's like Morgan Freeman. He's God. Yeah. He's God. He's God.
1: Um (laughs) <laughs> the episode, okay. My favorite episode of this half season, which I guess is kind of a season but a half season. It's just thanks to the pandemic. It's like a full year and a half after the last half season. Oh jeez. Um, I, how long has it been? When did when did part a air? Last year, yeah. Like last March or something. Like last last yeah,
0: like last. It's, uh, oh, it was like last April.
1: It's been so long. Uh, yeah my favorite episode of this was unquestionably the musical episode. Um I'm a pushover for musical episodes. You put a musical in something I'm I'm going to like it a lot more than what's around <laughs> it. Um but such a clever mechanism that God is setting off these <laughs> these music numbers, but then um what what made it my favorite episode was God trying to be supportive. Oh, yeah. And like, go go along, son. He throws the <laughs> football at him. Just... <laughs> he goes, nice block, son.
0: When he goes into the police station, he's like, where's your desk? This where's, man has yes. a desk. <laughs> this man
1: has a desk. If you work real hard, you may someday <laughs> rise to this man's level.
0: Uh, and, it's like, <laughs> and it's like every every kid can relate to that. <laughs> yes,
1: it is such a relatable scene.
0: It was it was a relatable scene, a relatable line, like all of it. <laughs> um, all of it. A
1: a not so relatable scene is when God explodes Dan
0: oh.
1: and, and then and brings puts, him back to and life. Right back. And Dan seems to be aware that this happened. No, he is, is. Which is really sad. He's fully aware <laughs> that he got He's, exploded. It's, it's so sad. And I love where we're where, where uh, uh Lucifer is like confronting him and he goes, What I put him back. <laughs> He's
0: fine. <laughs> He just goes to his table <laughs> and, like, starts messing with his stress ball. <laughs> <laughs> so, a question is, now that Lucifer is God, do you think he'll bring Dan back? Like, he brought Cody back? I hope there's some way to to bring him back. I really hope. Because, um, I mean, Dan's in hell. So, Lucifer's going to have to go drag him out of hell. God, I'm so sad that, that he's okay. in hell.
1: That shook me to my core uh me too i was like i was like about to be okay and then they tell me he's in hell (laughs)
0: like (sighs) hey, we know you're recovering but your loved one's in hell
1: (laughs) oh my god it killed me it was so good this is such a good show
0: it's such good it's so good and it's just gonna get better with its last season Oh man is is season six confirmed to be the season, last season? yeah season six is confirmed to be the last one
1: that makes sense. I really don't know where else you go with this story after a season of him being god <laughs> um I, I like I believe you can do a season of him being god um I, I like i I believe that they can pull that off. I don't believe you can do more than one season of him being God I
0: feel like. I feel like I think, since he I feel like since he chopped michael's wings off. Lucifer was able to get his wings back. So I'm pretty, I'm wondering if Michael's going to do the same thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. How did Lucifer get his
1: wings back? Was that one of those self-actualization things? I
0: think it was. It was, it was self-actualization. Yeah. Every episode ends off with him realizing something going on. Yeah. That's such a cool concept. Um,
1: Both with regard to the angels and with people. I, I really like the way that heaven and hell and the way that the angels work is all determined by self-actualization.
0: Yeah, because he burned his wings back in season one or season two, I believe. I'm not I don't remember. Yeah. But he he did burn his wings, but then he was able to get them back. And what I really liked was when he got them back, they were black. Yeah, they were those
1: creepy devils. But, devil
0: but when he saves Chloe back in the back in season four, they're white. And when he fights Michael on the, on, the, My heart. on the season finale, Michael's wings are black, but Lucifer's wings are white. Yeah. So that's, oh, that's really interesting.
1: It's really interesting. And, th- and also the concept that like whether or not you go to hell is entirely self-determined. It's about yeah. what you feel guilty about. Yep. Um, that is such a cool concept to me. Um,
0: I just think that's, that's really cool. Do you think oh, do you think Maze is going to end up being the ruler of hell?
1: I sure hope so. Me too. She she seems to like the idea. <laughs> um although it it also kind of felt like she was sort of running away from life on earth to to do that, so maybe it's not the
0: healthiest for her uh, to do that. Dude, I uh, every season Maze always picks one side and she never sticks to one side. She is a very complicated character. One one season she's siding with Lucifer. Another season she's siding with the villain. And she goes back to Lucifer. And she goes back to the villain. And it's like, what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: yeah. I think
0: the best, uh,
1: the best seasons so far to me have been uh, this one and the one with Tom Welling.
0: Oh yeah. Those Kane. are my
1: those are my two favorite. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Kane was a good one.
1: That was a great season. That was um, a
0: really good season. This season was
1: epically good. Uh cannot get over that musical episode.
0: Will never <laughs> get over
1: that musical episode.
0: Oh dude, I'll never get over Dan's death. Oh man. It was so sad.
1: And and it was so sad because it was right after he got like one of the coolest episodes of TV I've ever seen with his like really drawn out and exhaustingly painful uh, uh, plot line where, where Lucifer was just messing with it. And I loved I loved that Dan thinks that Lucifer did it to help him get his mind off of everything and like teach him a little moral <laughs> lesson. And but Lucifer's he like, no, he
0: shot him. <laughs> this is all
1: because you shot me.
0: <laughs> Lucifer's so
1: petty. dude. That was the most Lucifer thing that has ever happened in this show.
0: Thanks, Lucifer. That really helped. Helped. It was because you shocked was... me. <laughs> um, you know, that's that is my favorite thing about this
1: show is that is is the characterization of Lucifer. That it's you know. I, I like that they always bring it back to that his job is to punish evil people. He's not evil; his job is to jail evil people. Yeah. Um. And so I've always I've always liked that little logical, you know, through line that you that you never really occurs to you. You're like, oh, it's the devil. He's evil. I'm like, is he? You know, honestly, I don't know why people think the devil's evil. Like, yeah, because whenever you watch the show, and you're like it's a good point the devil's job is to torture evil people
0: like when people go to hell it's because they're bad people and he tortures them yeah so if he's torturing bad people why does that make him evil it's
1: like i don't know how i feel about torture but he's doing it to evil people
0: i mean <laughs> as long as it's to evil people then i guess so i'm okay. like it's maybe the devil's not so bad <laughs> like i love <laughs> lucifer it's such a great show it's, it's a really good show his crossover and arrow was really good too <sighs> Oh my god, it was so okay
1: when did you start watching Lucifer?
0: I started watching Lucifer when uh, season four came out okay
1: I, started... I don't remember I don't
0: remember how far back season four was
1: I started specifically because of the crisis um really and i I had heard I had like seen an article because I'm me and I'm obsessed with all this stuff um, that it was like, oh, there's a rumor going around that Tom Ellis, the star of Lucifer, has been seen uh, on the set of of where they're filming The Crisis. Um, and then it mentioned that, by the way, Lucifer is connected to DC uh, properties,
0: which I had was, never known. Yeah, I was right about to say that because we're still talking about DC because Lucifer Morningstar is a DC character.
1: Yep, it's all connected. He
0: has his own comic book and everything.
1: Uh, and so... I, being a diligent nerd, was like, if he shows up in this, I really need to get the reference, so I'm going to go binge watch his show, <laughs> just in I, case he shows up, and then it was like my favorite show,
0: it was so good, I started, I started watching it when, uh, I saw my brother watching it one time, and I was like, hey, that looks like a good show, let me watch that, it's so Oh my god! I
1: I cannot wait for season six. Do you know if there's any information on like when we're supposed to get a season?
0: My boy, season five B just came out. Give us!
1: I know. I need more. showing up at Netflix headquarters like banging on the door. Do you guys have it? (laughs) Where's Lucifer's? When when can I have it?
0: Get the bootleg version. (laughs) fine i'll make
1: (laughs) lucifer's fine
0: i'll do it myself
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness uh i think my favorite individual scene uh was uh, god and lucifer in therapy oh yeah that scene was delightful that was (laughs) funny uh with Lucifer saying, Dad, you turned my crime scene into a music video. And God <laughs> says, and I seem to remember hearing a certain baritone singing louder than everyone else. <laughs> He's such a dad.
0: He is. Like, the show the show's great. It brings <laughs> out so much life in these characters. <laughs> yeah, so that was my entire weekend,
1: was just watching Lucifer.
0: Same. I, I binged it.
1: Uh that is oh man. It's so good. I have no complaints. Me neither. Of, other than that I am personally sad that Dan died. Oh, but I, that's not a complaint. I'm just sad. I have no not, complaints man. about the I'm quality a, of this season.
0: I, I'm complaining about that. They killed off <laughs> my boy.
1: <laughs> you bring him back. You bring him back right now. <laughs> Uh, ten out of ten, man! Absolutely, Definitely. absolutely stellar. Uh, oh, do you have anything else that that you want to say about uh Lucifer?
0: No, I think that I think we're good. All right, well then
1: I guess that'll wrap up our our little what what have we been watching uh classic segment uh All that right. our that our fans clamor for <laughs> uh what are what are we doing next week? Um.
0: we are talking about loki oh boy i am i'm loki ready. i am ready premiering i am super ready for loki i'm, I'm ready that
1: might wind up being the whole episode i imagine we'll have
0: oh, definitely. a lot to
1: say and it's it's it is what we've been watching it will be the what have we been watching and also the main topic so <laughs> and the
0: main topic so stick stick around for that next week
1: that works out pretty well. Yeah, don't miss the Loki episode. Arjun, do you have
0: anything to plug? Uh, Yeah, I got a lot of stuff to plug, just one thing. I'm releasing some <laughs> new music soon, so go check that out on my Spotify. Hey. It's just Arjan Bashiri, first and last name. And plan to release next week, so get ready. Ah, whoop, whoop.
1: Uh, yeah. If you go to my Spotify you will find playlists full of of movie soundtracks that I listen to at work. It's not that interesting, but you're welcome to go look at it. <laughs> All right. All right. So you can, fi- you can be found. Is your username Arjan Bashiri everywhere?
0: Yeah, basically. I'm super yeah. easy to find.
1: Yeah, see, it's easy to find you. It's easy to find me. I'm at Jordan Blue Man everywhere. You can find us at Fandom Optimists on Twitter. Uh, we've We've got a, a Facebook page. If you want to reach out, you've got suggestions, you want to, want to hear something, just want to reach out to us and tell us that we're doing a terrible job. You, okay. can, you can reach us at either of those places.
0: We won't care. We won't care, but
1: you're welcome to tell us we're doing a terrible
0: job. I, I, I hope they don't tell us that we're doing a terrible job. But, <laughs> but I mean, they're more than welcome to.
1: But, yeah, uh, follow, follow the social medias. Uh, uh, you, listening you. Uh, think of a friend. Oh. Think, of, think of a friend. Go tell that friend to listen to next week's episode. Um, you'll be doing them a favor, I promise. Hey,
0: Jordan, you should listen <laughs> to next week's episode. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Of, of the, the Fandom Optimist? The Fandom the Optimist. classic yeah. and beloved podcast. The very amazing podcast that's doing really successful. <laughs> Alright. I guess that'll do it for us. Until
1: next time, stay optimistic, guys. Yes. Yes. All right, bye. (laughs) Signing out.